0: There it is, <laughs> and there it is. Shea gives us his shake, <laughs> rattle, and roll. He's almost like you know, uh, in the Johnny Carson days. Doc Severinsen, he's the man. <laughs> yes. You know, you're Ed McMahon. I don't know. Give me a more contemporary show. All of them have you know guys that are playing music. You know, I
1: like to think I'm a little more like Jimmy Fallon. So what I'd like to think.
0: Well, well, if I'm, uh, but if I'm leading the show today, you have to be my sidekick.
1: Oh, sure. Then I'm, uh, so Jimmy doesn't really have a sidekick. Like he's got the band, which are the roots, which you can't go wrong with that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, it's all the same.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is uh, Wisdom Wednesday. Uh, lots of wisdom going to come your way today. Uh, just so much the weeks, the days, everything is just cruising like, like nuts, but uh, having fun for sure
1: having a blast. And I think we're going to talk about wisdom coming from somebody that um, you turned me on to. We get daily inputs from him, which is fantastic. And I actually had a conversation about it on Path a few days ago. So it's pretty cool. Good morning, Marco. Marco's in the house. Yeah. (laughs) Got to love Coming in from North Carolina. I love it. And Nicole. Good morning to the Dragonfly
0: team. And they are magic with the camera, very nice. Good to see you guys on this wacky Wednesday. As Mark alluded to, we're gonna concentrate on somebody that influences my thoughts. I get up in the morning, I get something that I input, I take, I digest it, and bam, I come back out. And that gentleman's name is Seth Godin. So we will learn who Seth is. We will learn about his topics. Mark and I will go- Get to um, play a game. A really cool round of Jeopardy based on uh, on inputs from Seth Godin. So, you know, th- when I preach to people, I go success leaves clues. I don't do it alone. I listen to people. I have a whole roster of people that I go to their videos, I get their blogs, I listen to what they say, not necessarily to digest it wholly, but to take it in and go, hmm, okay, I like part of this. Or I don't like it pushes yeah. me in the other direction, you know, so it's it's all good stuff. But we'll do that today on a Wednesday. Any other uh, updates, Shay? What's happening in your world? <laughs> Shay's got nothing. He's Shay's got steady, nothing. Eddie. I, uh,
1: I've i got an update. I don't know who saw it yet this morning, but you updated your LinkedIn profile picture, which I love. What the guns there? are out. The huddle shirt is out and you were looking like a strong 60 year old in that picture
0: 61
1: brother. i know i wasn't going to do it to you though i was going to say 60 plus but i was just going to give you 60.
0: Yeah, it's all right listen you know, <laughs> yeah. I know when i'm in the gym and people walk by and go dude you're like inspiring how old are you and i go 61 they go can't be <laughs> <laughs> can't be jumping 42 inches at, at 62 but uh, 61 but i am and with that let's wake up this hell, yeah. Wake up, everybody! Get up, get up, get up, get up! Boy. Wake up, come on, come on! Wake up, everybody! Teach a new way. Maybe they'll listen. I what you have to say? like the whole crowd is rolling in today. Uh, Sly Fox is here. Good to see you, Christy Torres. Big shout out to Donna Goldfarb. Donna is now getting on the ball. She bought the time management module. Shout out to Chris and his wife, Diana White. They are on the ball. So uh, I got news for you. If you want to get on the ball and buy any of our, um, any of our modules, reach out to me, not Mark. <laughs> 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 Listen to this. I got the clues. I got the goods, man. (laughs) I'm the guy with the watches.
1: Yeah. all right. You're the hookup. Is that what's happening here?
0: And and I'm willing to give it to anybody in the huddle who wants to get better. And it is a very serious hookup. Just ask Donna. Just ask those guys. You know a
1: guy, I guess, huh? I know a guy. So
0: so anyway, so as I promised today, we're going to focus on Seth Godin before I do that. Just uh, rest in peace to uh, the drummer for the Rolling Stones, who unfortunately passed away. Day that uh, yesterday, that will change their uh, the makeup. They're still they're seventy eight years old. They're still traveling, rocking. They're still rocking away. So I believe it's Charlie Weiss. Would that be correct? I don't have the name uh, in my head, but uh, anyway. So let's move. I want to introduce you to Seth Godin. Charlie Watts. I'm sorry. I knew that
1: yeah. oh, Charlie I, Weiss coached football.
0: <laughs> I got it. Got it close. I was going to let
1: it go. I was just going to let
0: it go. I'm, I'm all caught up in Seth Godin. So let me introduce you to Seth Godin. Nobody knows anything. But if we try to
1: attach ourselves to the outcome, we will sacrifice the process. That the practice says the outcome matters. That's why I'm here. It's why it's work. But no. I'm not sacrificing the practice to reverse engineer some outcome that I have no control over because I have no control over it. I mean, you can mic drop it there, but, uh, so his, his writing about practice and about what the practice is and about doing the work to get to the end result. And most of it tends to be written in a way that forms in a, in a product right it's it's how you and he's very creative and he believe, you know he's marketing and most of it is about creating the content or creating the product but it's so spot on for how to develop anything and get get great at anything which is why it's so good
0: so a couple of takeaways he drops the words that we use all the time I'm writing my keynote which I'm doing monday in uh, nashville in that we talk about process We talk about reverse engineering. Where do I want to be? What are the activities I need to do? Focus on behavior. He's been doing it for years. He's dropping nuggets on top of nuggets. Every single day, I get a dose of Seth, which I've pulled six of them together. And what I'm going to do is I have what his comments are. I'm going to shoot them to you. Show me the Jeopardy board, please boom. So well, hey, of, this is fantastic,
1: uh, by the way. Did Shay
0: make this? Shay made it. I mean, hey,
1: well done, Shay. This is fantastic. For those of you who are listening and can't see it, it is a true Jeopardy board with all of the uh, categories from Seth that we're going to be talking about today at the top. It looks fantastic.
0: And, and it's so relevant to everything we talk about. I'll uh, go back to the topic so I can read them. Across the top, it is born salesman, Easily confused, initiative takes effort, solving problems, coaching, and skill versus talent. God, you couldn't ask for a better lineup. So we love will, it. We will go one-on-one. I will be the one who says, you pick the subject, I'll give you Seth's comment, and then you come back with your comments. But before we do that, Seth teaches us not to follow, and Bon Jovi is going to blast us into that. your hand. You know, I can yes. listen to Bon Jovi all day long. Uh, bon Jovi actually, um, lit, his mom lives right around the corner. He just bought a house on the island. So uh, he is very good friends with uh, Benny's on the Beach, the owner of Benny's on the Beach. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Uh, Great so spot. Love Benny's. He's Benny. out there all the time. Okay, so let's get <clears throat> into the game. We promise we we'll give you some good content. So Shay, show me, please. Show me show the board, me. Shay. Show me the board. And Mark. Go for it.
1: I feel like we we have to start with born salesperson because you know that's the the roots of the show. So let's let's start there. Born salesperson. Okay.
0: Here's what Seth has to say. There's no such thing as a born salesman. What there are are people with empathy and learned charisma who choose to work hard. If you show up, show up, show up, and care enough to learn to connect, you will have a skill for life. So I mean, talk to me about. You know, people say all the time, oh, you're a born salesman. What a crock of shit.
1: You're and I I, I think it's the exact same thing with a born leader. Like it's and that's all bull. Like you, you have certain qualities that that index you towards a certain thing. But being great at sales, you can't be just one or the other. You can't just be a connector. Because if you're a connector. With no ability to have hard conversations or ability to ask hard questions or ability to study and have unbelievable knowledge about what you do and what you represent, you're just a really friendly person that makes a lot of friends. That doesn't drive revenue. You still have to be able to have the conversations and do the work day in and day out. So, you know, I I think he hits it right on the head that there's no such thing as being born as a salesperson. And I don't think people talk about being empathetic as being great in sales.
0: I think, you know, so first of all, I'm so proud of you. When you come at with that kind of stuff, you know, I know that you've listened. I know that you've learned. I know that you got to a place where you can articulate that. But the takeaway for me was if you care enough to learn to connect, that is the line of the century because most people just don't give a shit they yep. don't care they don't have the curiosity they don't care enough to learn to connect that's the problem with sales right there if you look Bang. At the mistake, it's that they don't care to connect they only want to sell to his previous convert agent. exactly the outcome boom that's all you want to focus is on the outcome there's a process to get there and you know look fantastic big shout out to Brian Lynn Brian Lynn is a friend of mine Brian Lynn was a leader at Toshiba he helped me start Sales fuel, which was the company we scaled across the country, did great things. He comes in the huddle, relates to you as a coach and what happens? Boom
1: We start having conversations and then we get the opportunity to work with UKG and we're going back and forth on how to do that. but it's exact we connected first. And we had we had two or three conversations that were just about the content we were sharing and coaching and developing people. And like it was all just giving and sharing and helping each other. And we've gone back and forth. on. I mean, he was for the first person to talk to me about Chris Nickage. So yeah, like, yeah, like that's what it's about. And, and the caring to connect like you hit on so many C's there. So every almost everybody in sales are only reaching out to have the conversation to convert. And they're learning these tricks to come off. And and we learned, we listened to somebody yesterday. You and I were both in the same, and I'm not gonna say names. We were in the same webinar where there was a sales evangelist talking about how to bullshit your way through creating connection. You can't bullshit your way through it. You have to be genuinely interested in connecting in order to be able
0: to have any of the opportunity that comes from it. I almost, I had to jump out because I would I was tempted to say, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) 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 Seriously. (laughs) Like that's unbelievable. Like and the guy who was hosting it was like blowing smoke up his ass, going, oh yeah, that's great. Give us more. No. Authentic. Where did you lose it? So I love it conversation about born salesman Shea show me the board again and Mark give me another topic.
1: okay I'm going to go with uh let's go with coaching
0: very nice so he um he starts his thing with a coaching paradox at the top tier of of just about any sort of endeavor you'll find that the performers have coaches penis orators athletes all have coaches in fact It'd be weird if we heard of someone on stage or on the field who didn't have one. Talking about challenges, setting goals, acknowledging that we can get better, eagerly eagerly seeking responsibility. The paradox is that the very things that hold us back are the reasons we need a coach in the first place. So talk to me about coaching, my son.
1: And so it's a um, in all of most of those professions. Right. The coach comes with. The profession whether it's athletics whether it's performance and entertainment there is somebody along the way actors have a director on the set with them that director is the coach he sees the vision he's trying to get everybody to do what he thinks they should do in order for the movie to be successful same thing in sports where you step out not all leaders are coaches not all leaders have developed into coaches, and so if you're in an organization that has leaders that aren't coaches, you're not actually getting what you need as an individual in order to develop, and I want to give a shout out to Joe Mullings because his post this morning was unbelievable, and he talked about how TMG is not for everybody. doesn't matter, and I hope Marco and Nicole are still listening. He said, it doesn't matter what part of TMG you're in, if... It's not for the faint of heart because it is high accountability, low maintenance, and we're more invested in your development than your comfort.
0: And most organizations don't think that. It, man. It's like be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So
1: or, and and but. in his organization, he's willing to not only create that organization for his people, but then also invest in outside resources to help their development. Very few organizations operate that way. Very few organizations are number one, interested in developing their leaders into coaches, and also interested in investing outside. So if they're not, then it becomes your responsibility to go get and make that investment to have a coach to help yourself.
0: Really well said. I think most people, even when it comes to talking about a coach, are looking for a silver bullet or wave a wand and, oh, I hired a coach, I'm going to be better. It takes time, just like everything else. You know, I know for me, and this might be a shock to people, I was not a great coach early in my career. I was like, just do what I do and you'll be successful. And why can't you do what I do? You, you know, and then I was impatient and frustrated. It takes a lot. You have to learn to be able to have that capacity to coach, to look at people and say, how do you get better? Cause how you get better is different than the person next to you. And I will share this. We have a client who I am in totally enjoying working with her CEO of a big company and, she had two people that they two companies they interviewed me and somebody else the other company had a very cookie cutter here's our program and week four we'll be doing this and you know i said she says what's your program like and i go i don't know she goes what do you mean no i said well whatever's going on with you i'm going to coach you i'm not going to use that is a crutch. I have all of that information, but I'm going to feed it to you when it's appropriate. I'll give you backup data. And this is all about you. And she goes, Oh my God, I didn't even know that that existed, which is what's wrong with the coaching. You know, you Correct. don't teach the people the same. Mary Beth, who's here, we, everybody gets coached differently. That was our conversation so
1: i i and that to me is what makes you a coach anybody can get up in front of a group and say here's what we do here's step one here's step two here's step three now go do it and then follow up with you on have you done step one have you done step two that's not coaching coaching is understanding the person first and understanding what is their why what makes them tick and then tailoring your style of coaching to get that person to develop within the system. You have to have things that you coach. You have to have things that you believe you have to have a structure, but that structure should only be guardrails. It shouldn't be the end all be all. This is how it works because it's not going to fit everybody. Joseph Gonzalez says it right there in the comments. One size doesn't fit all. You have to figure out who that person is in order to be able to make it fit. Amen.
0: Shay, show me the board.
1: Okay, so
0: let's go with solving problems. Very nice. So um, solving, solving a problem puts value creation first. Who's it for? What problems does it solve? If it was hard to explain why someone had a problem, um, he, here's what investors look at. Solve a customer problem well enough and the profit will take care of itself. Even Beanie Babies solved the problem for somebody. So talk to me about problem, you know, cr- problems that are solving.
1: Well, I think it's great. I think he talked about you know, this is a, a great linear conversation about sales, which is you can't even get to problem solving. And I think that's the problem with most sales training is they want you to start with problem solving. They want you to find out what people's problems are what gives you the right to find out what someone's problem is until you connect with them. So he talked about the importance of connection, but the next part of that is being in a place where you understand how to ask questions to identify problems because then you have the opportunity
0: to solve it for them. But if you can't ask the questions, then you're lost. I love it. So shout out to Jen Homer, who's our client in Cincinnati. She called me, she had a very big presentation yesterday and she was talking to me about the process of going to make a presentation. And she said, she was packed, ready to go. And I said, don't bring anything. And she goes, what do you mean? I go, why would you presume anything? Why are you going in there with bullets to shoot? You're in there to develop a relationship, see if there's a problem and see if you're a fit to fix it, period, you don't need anything. So she said, really? Oh, I'm uncomfortable with that. She sent me a text last night. She goes, went in with nothing, came out with everything. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> so I, I wanted
1: real time yesterday, a conversation, you know, great virtual coffee with Alvin or with Alvin and Ross. And, you know, great conversation about Cincinnati football and showed him the ring from the AAC championship. And, you know, they want, they're ready to work together. And I said, look, I, he's like, so what do we do next? And I said, well, we got to really figure out what the problem is, right? Like we, we have to sit down and say, where are you now? Where do you want to be? Can we be the people that help you fill those gaps? We might not be the right solution for you, but until we have that that conversation, there's no way for us to find out. So instead of just saying, yes, absolutely, we can fix, you have to have the discipline to take a step back and say, let's have a real conversation about what you think your problems are and whether or not we think we're a good fit for that. Schedule the follow-up for all four of us to do it. I'm not doing it alone. Why wouldn't I bring in everybody? Let me bring in my team so we can sit down together to have this conversation, to make sure that we're the right fit to solve a problem.
0: Shay, give me some overtime. We're rolling here today. And we'll go to overtime. So here's what's interesting. She said, if I don't bring anything, I know why I'm there. There's an opportunity that they're interested in learning about. She goes, if I don't bring anything, what do I do? And I say, sit down and said, hey, up front, tell them, hey, we're really glad to be here. We don't know much about you. What's your story? Yes. Yes one line, bang, no presentations, no set up a computer. Hey, look at me, look at me. Let me put on a clown suit and show you how great (laughs) I am, how fucking great everything I do is. You know, that's what salespeople think. Sales is dead. You know, it is about creating the opportunity where you hear what's going on and then you come back out and say, you know what? I can nail that. Yes. I have absolute certainty that everybody I work with, I've listened enough to say, I can get you somewhere where you can't get yourself in 90 days. Show me that in any of the training and any of the. And there's the value. There is the value, coaches,
1: right? the value that, that that's the value that Seth is talking about when problem solving is you're putting the value first. I hear what you're struggling with. Let me tell you a little bit about how we've solved a similar problem before something we've done. If that interests you and you think that that might be a solution, let's take the next step and dive deeper into the problem to see if we can really come to a solution together.
0: So we only got halfway through the board. Yep. Which is what I figured I had so much more Seth content. Let's agree to save the other three for another show. Let's
1: Maybe we'll do it tomorrow.
0: Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Maybe you can ask me.
1: What Correct. That? Maybe we'll flip it the other way. We've got more, Seth. Maybe we create a new board with three new topics for the three that we already used and oh, we've right got plenty. I like
0: it. Here's what I like about this opportunity. These are things you and I would be talking about anyway. Correct. These are triggers. These are internal dialogues that sharpen us and say, here's where we are and here's where we don't want to be. We don't want to be with that Momo that was on a podcast (laughs) telling everybody, "Just be a fucking clown and (laughs) get way through it." You know, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. I could not believe it. Or somebody else that says, "Hey, our job as salespeople is to interrupt." Come on, man. Come come on, man. Come Come on, man. man. You know, fantastic
1: show, fantastic. the hell is going on out here is exactly right. Let's go.
0: So, tomorrow morning we'll be on site. Hopefully, we'll go somewhere different. Yeah, we'll, we're
1: going to figure out what we're doing. We're, we're making some adjustments to tomorrow's schedule. We may be, we're definitely going to be together. Where we'll be, we don't know, but we're going to have a great show for you on a Thursday. Excited to have conversations. Maybe,
0: uh, maybe Kim Swears lets us do it from the boat. Maybe we'll do it that way.
1: Awesome. <laughs> great start to the day. Let's well, get down. Please don't worry about me. So, so. I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business I'll Give you one
0: more night, one more night to get this you have had a million, million nights just like